Will you hear the Christmas story once again from Luke chapter 2? In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place in the guest room. Now in that same region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. The vocabulary of Advent, it's everywhere. Hope, joy, love, and peace. Sometimes it gets a little glossier, incarnation. Sometimes we hear the words, it's just down to the bottom line, grace. The word I'd like to focus on tonight comes out of this biblical text, and it's not an important word by itself at all. It appears over 600 times in the New Testament. It's a word that you would just skip right over. And for all the children in the room, I want to teach you a Greek word, and you can use this as a quiz for your family tonight, all right? I don't know what the punishment is if they don't get it. What is your punishment if you don't get it at school? I suggest that you use that for them. And so here's the Greek word. It's genomai. So for all the children, the first part sounds just like a guinea pig. Say gin. That's not all the children, but that's all right. 
And then it's like you're surprised at what you find for Christmas. Oh my, and you put it all together. And that's the word ginomai. And it's just a word of being. It has no significance by itself. It appears like I become, I am born, I happen. He came, she went, I am, I exist. It's the word that just shows up all over the place. But there's something about the way it occurs here that I think we need to think about. I like the way the King James Version puts it in the very first verse, and Genemai in those days. And it happened in those days. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus. And big things happen in our world. They just come to pass, and we have no control over it. A virus spreads from traveler to traveler. And to this day, we have no idea why we ran out of toilet paper. And on this day, there are people in this room who are still grieving deeply. A decree goes out from Caesar Augustus, registration and taxes and control, and it's not the plans a young couple had in mind at all. It's not the way they're beginning their life together, but it just happens. It came to pass, and there are things that happen that are not in our control. By the way, just a side note, I'm absolutely amazed as I sit down with couples from time to time over many, many years, as I sit down with couples who, who are once again learning the art of communication and learning how to share with each other and I start talking to them well tell me what was the best time as you look back over your 20 years 30 years 40 years 50 years together what was your best time together and almost always they'll talk about that little cramped apartment then interesting They'll talk about going to the grocery store with a calculator because they're not sure how much money they have and they can buy everything that they want to put in the basket. And they had no money to go anywhere else, so they just spent time together and talked to each other what we need to learn how to do again. It came to pass. Things out of their control. Things out of our control. They didn't want it. They didn't ask it. And there it is. And the word shows up again in verse 6, and Genemai, while they were there, and it happened. It just, it just happened. It came to pass. There it was. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and personal things happen in our lives. It's time to give birth. Time to let go. A job begins. A job ends. Family struggles. Family succeeds, career success, good things, bad things, joyous things, things that would make us struggle, things that threaten to break us. Ann Weems has written a wonderful collection of poems for Advent. I, I want to share one with you. Would, you. would you do a favor for me if you can? Would, would you close your eyes for just a moment and listen to these two stanzas? In each heart lies a Bethlehem, an inn where we must ultimately answer whether there is room or not. When we are Bethlehem bound, we experience our own advent in his. When we are Bethlehem bound, we can no longer look the other way, conveniently not seeing stars, not hearing angel voices. We can no longer excuse ourselves by busily tending our sheep or our kingdom.
this Advent, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that the Lord has made known to us. In the midst of shopping sprees, let's ponder in our hearts the gift of gifts. Through the tinsel, let's look for the gold of the Christmas star. In the excitement and confusion, in the merry chaos, let's listen for the brush of angels' wings. This Advent, let's go to Bethlehem and find our kneeling places. Thank you. It happens again, and unexpectedly, Uh, Unexpectedly, it happened with the angel. Uh, There it is, an angel, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. Sacred moments cannot be predicted. Sacred moments cannot be manufactured. But they come at some of the most unexpected moments, just at the right time. A couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a podcast with Simon Sinek. Some of you know that name, and he's interviewing a couple of other very creative people, and they're talking about being creative. Can you teach creativity? Is there something you can do to make creativity happen? And, and they all came to a similar conclusion that you can set yourself up for it, but you have to provide space. You have to stop. You have to find time to turn your mind off and let it work in the background. You have to have time to go for a walk or a drive. And Simon Sinek talked about he now has a a whiteboard marker in his bathroom and all the ideas that he has in the shower, he gets out and writes them on the tile wall. Maybe it's like that with these sacred encounters. We can't make them happen. We can't manufacture them, but we can prepare ourselves to receive them. We can provide space so that when it's time for God to speak, we're actually listening. We actually have set aside time to listen for God's voice and not just to demand things from God and let God know all the things that we wish God would do if we were in God's place. Time to be quiet. Time to put down the phone. Time to go for a walk. When did you have that sacred moment in your past? Birth of a child? Holding the hand of someone as their spouse breathed their last? Standing and looking out at a view on the mountaintop? Maybe the quiet stillness in the night? Maybe it was Easter morning. Are you ready? Are you willing among the chaos to create a little space this Christmas, a a few moments to hear the voice of the Christ child? Ginnemai, one more time, and it happened. There is the word again. And it happened as the angels departed. When the angels left. That's the problem with angels. They're so tough to hold onto. Perhaps this is the most difficult part of the text. Perhaps this is the most difficult part of your life or your season. It's a great day tonight. It's a great day tomorrow. But what happens when all the family leaves? What happens when all the guests depart? What happens when the party is over? And in the biblical story, God commissions God sends, God empowers, God gives them a purpose. Without the angels singing, without the star to guide you, God still loves. God is still present. 
and warning, God sends us. There was no room for them in the end. Is there room for Christ in your life tonight? She struck the angel Gabriel as hardly old enough to have a child at all, let alone this child. And he'd been entrusted with a message to give her, and he gave it. He told her what the child was to be named, who he was to be, and something about the mystery that was to come upon her. You mustn't be afraid, Mary, he said. He told her what the child was to be named, who the child was to be. You mustn't be afraid, Mary. And he said it. He only hoped she wouldn't notice that beneath the great golden wings, he himself was trembling with fear to think that the whole future of creation hung now on the answer of a girl. Do not be afraid. Get am I. It happens. We exist. Life goes on. We're not in control the way we think we want to be. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord, for all the people, all of you, all of you, and that is good news. Hear us, O Lord, when we say, welcome. It doesn't matter what it means for our future. It doesn't matter what it means for our jobs or for our homes. Welcome. May your will be done. Amen.